Episode 31. Heavy lies the crown. Sort of thing. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of will and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's soul away. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Made damn sure the pilot washed his hands and sealed his face. Welcome to Renemy fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic, or the man on the other side of the video camera is my man EC. How you doing, EC? What's going on, Asus? Good to see you again, my brother, after a awesome day today. Awesome, excellent right? Ups and downs, but excellent day today. Always great to come out on top, so... Good to see you. Good to hear from you. How you been? Well, I mean, it's been a pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good couple of days. Uh, we had a, uh, we'll talk about it. We had a victory today, uh, but we have a lot of news to talk about EC. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, hold on. Let me, I, I need to get something real quick to show you real quick. There you go, EC. You see that? You see this? Do you see this, EC? I'm, 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 you know what? Uh, is that the championship belt? Is that what you just pulled out? Yeah, it's my belt. It's the Don't Run Me belt because you know what? I told you, I told you, I told you so. I told I'm, I'm, Matt. Matt did not want to join the pod today. He was scared. He was scared. Ooh, you didn't want that smoke. You didn't, didn't want, want that, that smoke. No, no, no. But you see this? If you see this, I'm the king today. I'm, I'm king. I, I am the man. I'm like Ric Flair. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I am never afraid of letting the fans know that I called it completely backwards. I, know. I called the correct score just for the wrong team. Right? So I get credit for calling the right score I just think, for the wrong team. Yeah. No, I mean, I hate to gloat, guys. I mean, this is a Manchester United pod, and I've been told I've been too pessimistic about this, but you know what? I'm sorry. If you have feelings, this is not the show. This is not the show to, to go. Go to uh, go to other podcasts that tell you blow smoke up your ass. But this show is going to tell you how it is and how it is, um, and what it was or how it is or whatever. Whatever damn saying is. But you know what? This belt stays here today. You see, I just want you to know it, it is the Manchester United. Don't bet on me podcast belt and i will be holding this it for this week you see i just wanted to let you know this and i'm going to show you this throughout the whole uh throughout the whole uh the whole pod <laughs> i think that's fair listen you called it a draw um, yeah, I called, a draw. I called three one the opposite way i think matt called two one um obviously we were way off they looked um they looked bad the whole the whole team looked bad coaching uh coaching didn't help i didn't like the selections i thought the selections was the first sign of uh it was going to be a long day mm -hmm. um didn't know how that right hand side was going to work and it didn't so um left hand side didn't work either to be fair <laughs> none of it worked up the middle nothing worked none of it worked so um i was i was nervous today but um you know he, he bounced back he played some boring football uh, early, did get a goal out of it, um, thanks to 
thanks to the the 19 is he 19 or 20 year old Brandon Williams and Mata put it away. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll get into all that as we as we go along. There's a lot you just said right there, but in, yeah. a, little, in a short amount of time, easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's give you some foreground, guys. Uh, obviously, everybody knows this weekend Manchester United lost to Crystal Palace. The score was three one. I mean, I said it. I mean, I wanted the the lineup, and you're you know you said it as well uh, with the signing of uh, uh, you know Dawson's Creek, uh, James Van de Beek, i.e. Danny Van de Beek. I need to, I need to start de Beek. I need to have that emphasis on de de. Um, we you know I think people were clamoring for him to start, and I said no. Let let him come off the bench. Let him get a little um, taste of the Premier League before we put him in the thrusts, you know, uh, in the throws or whatever you want to call it of, um, you know, of, of what he's going to have to, you know, play for the whole, the whole league for the whole year. Um, you know, the lineup, yes. Questionable. I thought, and maybe there's some underlining factors of the whole thing. Easy. We don't know. Aaron Wambasaka was, didn't play. Uh, Tiffany, Tiff, Tiffany, Tim, Timothy, there you go. Fosamenta played in his place. Um, we had Victor Lindelof, starter, end of the season last year. Harry Maguire, starter, end of the season last year. Luke Shaw, starter, end of the season last year. Instead of Matic, we had McTominay. We had Paul Pogba. We had Bruno. Questionable. Again, we don't know the reasons why um, we had James on the right instead of Greenwood. That might have been out, you know, there might have been a falling out or a, let me, you know, like um, a little, hey, you're going to be benched for the first half kind of thing, like a, uh, one of those, you know, college football kind of things that, you know, we're going to show you show you something because of, uh, of everything that Greenwood's been going on. And then obviously we had a, a Martial and Rashford uh, also starting. I don't know about you, uh, the whole match compared to compared to Palace, and I I thought I want to I want to say I'm gonna probably go back on this, and I think you laughed at me. Um, I think Palace had more pace, though, you know, throughout the whole match. They they beat us up on pace. They beat us up on the counter attack. They had went down on a low block, and they beat us on the counter. Um, there, I mean, there were several times that it was like. We there we were uh, we received the ball in our half, and Palace got five players. I'm gonna say five of their defensive players back before we got. We we're like three, I think we had three on the counterattack, and then where was our reinforcements? Where was the cavalry? And Palace got all five of their defensive players back before, you know, the rest of the people showed up. So that shows the lack of the pace that we have. Um, our defense, uh, I mean, I know you're going to talk in, in, in depth about Victor Lindelof, so I'll leave that up to you. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's not just Victor. I, I think I think we have pace going forward, but you got to be able to get it to those fours and, uh, and able to, to show that. I think James one of the fastest players in the prem, but, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to play it over the top to him, you're looking for him to play tiki-taka, that's not going to that's not gonna work. Um, same thing with Rashford, same thing with Martial. They're, they're quick, they're fast, but again, you got to be able to build up some play and, and get things to work. I think that's kind of why people are on this whole Ali has no tactics type deal. 
Um, I think he has a tactic. I think it's to, to play counterattacking football. I don't think that worked um, against Crystal Palace at all. Um, clearly, they were the better team, so they deserved the win. Had nothing to do with some with. You can talk about players not being fit and players not being ready. Say whatever you want to say. No preseason, whatever. Bottom line is one team lined up against another team. No fans. No no craziness. Nobody screaming, and they beat the crap out of us. Period. That's that's the way I looked at it. Um, I, there wasn't one player out there that I thought, oh, yeah, well, you know, he did, he did decent. Um, they all played pretty crappy. Um, again, I, 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 I think there were some issues with the lineup. Um, I just thought that right-hand side, um, you know, Foster Mensa and James, I just – I don't understand when we saw them link up and they did great for them to start in the very first game of the season. But, again, it is the first game. I didn't hit the panic button not going to hit the panic button. And today's result doesn't make me hit the C. This is where we are button because he played the reserves. You don't, I you think, don't want any part of this or what? What What do you mean? You don't want any part of the belt? Taking it. How do I get it? What do I got to do to get it back? I'll take it back. Yeah, I mean, you have to be right. That's what I'm saying. Like me. Well, if we, if for me, I think you call the draw, not a win <laughs> or a loss. So you play the fence. You can still hold the belt because you were at least – Closer than I was because I called a huge victory. I thought first game coming out, you play all your starters. You know, everyone's fit. Um, it's difficult to, to jump behind the, the the Manchester United curtain and really figure out, you know, was Paul Pogba completely fit and ready to play coming back from COVID? Was Greenwood being punished for hanging out with models in, in, when he was out with England? Beautiful ones, too. You know, beautiful ones, yes. They were pretty. But was he being punished? So, you know, those things we don't know. Was 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 Juan Basaka, you know, in the Bahamas or wherever he was at partying and he he wasn't fit to get back? Uh, who knows? But the bottom line is he put the players out, out there that he put out there. He felt like Lindelof was in good form, so he played him. Um, he didn't look very good at all. I, I thought he was at fault for a couple of the goals, at least two of them. Some people are saying all of them. He was definitely around in yeah. all of them. Um, so, you know, Maguire didn't, you know, look that well to me either so again for me it's just like i compare it to the way people they freak out when when you when you have a loss everyone's kind of you know what are we going to do and the season's over there's 38 more 35 more weeks plus cup games plus champions league you know let's not freak out as of yet i think the result today was obviously a good result but I think you could kind of see the fact that it looked boring, right? I think Agallo just it, – it's either he's not match fit or he's just lost his legs. I don't know. But We'll, we'll talk about today's game here in a second. Let's get back yeah, to – Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, game. speaking on the Palace game, I'm just saying it's not time to with – the, with it being the first game to hit the panic button. I think what, what happens is let's see what he does in this next game. Let's see what kind of tactical changes he makes. Let's see who starts. I think right off the top, the, the lineup's going to let us know a lot because of what we saw today. Because in that game, I think from right off the jump, we got it wrong. And then the game started, and we just couldn't get anything going. Credit to Palace because, again, every single time they got the ball and they were they went at us, they got at us. Like both of our center backs got, got at the wings. Where, whatever they wanted to do, they were able to do that. So fair play to them. Per play to Zaha, I'm sure that feels good scoring against the club that, that has it and lets you go. That's got to feel great. He scored two goals. And for my fantasy, too. 
helped out with some people's fantasy leagues <laughs> that they didn't cheer when they scored, but they were happy when they saw their fantasy team, I'm sure. But uh, no, I, I think it's one of those deals where you got to take your hat off to the team that, that beat you and you got to go back to the drawing board if you're Ole and you got to say, hey, look, we can't get embarrassed like that again. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not okay. It's not going to work. And, uh, you know, I think getting those backups, if you will, to play today, maybe, you know, going into this next game, you can say, look, maybe there's some kids that played well today or well enough that maybe I can give them a chance off the bench next week. But the Palace game, um, I'm, I couldn't take anything away from it other than the fact that I, we didn't look ready. And that's not just the players. That's also the coaches, obviously the board, because we signed one player. Um, you know, we obviously want to get some more players in. I don't know if you saw the chance folks were making on the on the bus when the when the players were going back home. Did you get to see that? No, please uh, enlighten oh, me. Awesome. So we're on the bus. Big victory today. And instead of them chanting United, you know, chanting, you know, Ole in whatever, they chanted out loud, "Get Sancho in, get Sancho in." On the bus to the players. Right. We'll talk about we'll talk about that, but that's that yes. great. Yes, <laughs> all right. We'll talk about Sancho here in a bit because, all right, we'll talk about transfer news later. Yeah, um, yeah. Getting back to, um, you said something about Victor Lindelof. I know uh, we talked about it yesterday, off uh, off air. Um, you said something about the Swedish coach. Uh, said what again about Lindelof? Yeah, so the, the Swedish coach has come out and said that he wasn't ready to play and didn't look like he was in form. And this is public knowledge. You can go out and, and look at the interview. Um, this is something that, you know, Ole had to have known, obviously had a week with him in practice. He just wasn't ready to go. And it's no fault. I, I think it's easy to blame Lindelof because he didn't have a very good game. Yeah, He's just not a good pair with our captain. So, like, if you put two slow players together at the back and you're Zaha and you're pretty pacey, you're going to light up. Your eyes are going to light up because clearly neither one of them are going to be able to deal with you all day long. So, you know, yes, he should be dropped. I'm not like, I'm not in the, I'm not in the, uh, the, 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 the team of like, give him another chance. Mm -hmm. No, you had a chance in the first game. You gave up, in my opinion, at least two, you can argue all three. You can probably play in some cup games, but if, if they're going to do what I think they're going to do, which is continue to play Maguire every game until he gets hurt, Maguire is slow, period. So he has to play with the center back who's fast. That is not Lindelof. He's not in form. He's not confident. He doesn't win the ball in the air. He doesn't pass the ball very well. That doesn't match, right? You, you, it's not like we're going to put, you know, Van Beek or uh, Van Beek, uh, What's his name from Liverpool? Now, Van Dyke back there. But we have some serviceable, faster center backs that can play. Because if we if we do that again, if we, if we play that pairing again, we're going to get smashed again on the weekend. Mark it down right now. I'm the first thing I'm we'll looking for. The, we'll talk about the weekend again. I, don't, I, I hate to be uh, cliffhangers cliff again. But. I'm just saying, Lindelof, for me, it's not a good match. Those two together, it's not a good match. And there's people right now, you can look, they're arguing maybe the both of them should be dropped. And we'll get into the game today. We could talk about how he looked today, but they they don't match. And I, there's no way that me and you can... They're can like for like. So they, they they're, you, what you're saying, they're like for like. 
They are. They're the same center back, yeah. and you can't do that. It's, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't work for what we're trying to do. And, and I, I think. I, I think. Uh, getting back to what you're saying about Lindelof, he. Um, it just. The dude. I mean, it was just. It was a bad game. And you're right. The the pace, his pace, and his pace with Harry. Um, we couldn't say, you know, back then with Vidic and Rio, right? Vidic was a stalwart. You know, the the the, the rocket. You know, I'd say. The rock at the back, I would say yeah. Stonehead, you know, the dude yeah. that was going to get put like, you know, like, you know, put in the work like, I think, like McGuire does. And right. Rio was, Rio had pace. So, yes, yeah, so you need to have a, you need to have a, a yin to somebody's yang. And yeah, I and I wouldn't, I wouldn't that. put, I wouldn't put Vintage and McGuire in the same category right now, but no, I understand. No, I'm, exactly I'm just saying like the type. No. I'm just saying the you're, type. You're yeah. hitting it, you're hitting yeah. it right on the head. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I know you're not comparing the two. I don't want people to get it twisted because they're miles apart right now but Ferdinand could go and clean up yeah. so if you want to go in and, and, and take a 50-50 header maybe you get beat or, 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 or a striker's coming at you one on one you knew that there was going to be somebody behind you and a Ferdinand to go get you yeah. to go help you out with with Lindelof it's too slow even the reaction time to get back to things you would think he's going to close it down he doesn't do that no. so I just I think for me you know this has got to be a sign. We are all going to figure out, you know, people talk about all these tactics all the time. I'm guilty of doing it too. A lot of it is going to start with who you actually start as opposed to what you're going to do. Because I don't think he has the ability to really, when he puts people in place, he just says, okay, we're going to do the same thing. Yeah. You play Lindelof and McGuire, you just better have a, a, a goalkeeper who's going to sweep. Like uh, like Noor used to sweep for Raymond uh, so much he'd come he for Germany he'd damn near come and play center back it looked like sometimes that's fine if you're gonna do that we don't have that in De Gea that's not his he that's not his forte. All right, well so, uh, let's let's speak of De Gea. Uh, let's let's stick to defense. Speaking of De Gea, um, his performance he gave the goal. I thought um, when he saved the pen. I thought that was such a good um, omen. I guess for a season. I guess such a good. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a good. It's a good word. I was shocked. That was my yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, even though the dude, like when uh, I think it was Jordan Ayew, right? I think was it Jordan Ayew. Yeah. Ayew yeah. yeah. took the first ones. I had to. Yeah. Jordan Ayew took it, and it was like you're trying to do a Bruno Fernandez, but it was a lot slower. I'm not saying it was a great penalty to where to hand us make this wonderful save, but I thought it was. It was good for his psyche. Obviously, uh, you're talking about millimeters off, you know, his foot. It was it off the line. It was it not off the line. Um, so he goes back, and obviously he didn't he didn't make it. Zaha scores with a bullet, but for a, for a split like minute or two when they were reviewing, I was like, dude, I I, I thought that was something that the head need because he needed. Uh, because at the beginning of the pit, in the beginning of the match, again, typical De Gea form, he made stupid a stupid pass or, you know, he made a stupid mistake, you know. And it was like, dude, what are you doing? It's like he passed it back, I think, to the defender. If I'm not that's, that's what I'm saying. That they're, trying to, they're, they're trying to force him into being what they want, which is a goalkeeper yeah. who can the ball, play it to Lindelof. Lindelof turns it, play it to Basaka. We don't. Osaka doesn't do that. Yeah. Lindelof doesn't do that. We're, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you talk about tactics and you talk about what he does and what he doesn't do. 
if you want to play that style of play, mm-hmm. you got to go buy that type of player. You got to you got to bring that guy in that's going to be able to dribble with the ball out from playing keeper. That's a center back that can dribble. There's players out there that do that. I just think Ole goes. This is what I want to do. You're the player that I like. Go out there and do it. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, it's okay. Just try. Because there's times when it works. Let's just be real. We beat Chelsea, right? We beat City, right? We drew Liverpool. Hell, we beat we beat City three, two, two, two times. Yeah. So there's 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 something in there where he goes, look, every once in a while, guys, it works. So you got to trust me. Keep Infor- doing it. Unfortunately, it works against the top clubs, right? <laughs> I hear you. Unfortunately, it works against the top clubs. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if, because they're pressing us, right? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. He's a counterattacking coach. Yeah. Where, like, they're going to pressure us because they're going to try to score goals. We got pace up front with those three. Let's try to play it out from the back. If we can make that one pass to one of those guys, then we're in and we're good. Yeah. And so, again, it, he it got him from 12th to 3rd. Mm-hmm. So it worked. Can't argue that it didn't work. Got him to Champions League. But I feel like to take the next step, to take the next leap, that game needed to have three quality subs to bring on to infect some energy, to infect some pace, to infect some leadership. And I think that's kind of where when you say when you start started the season, starts with what did the board do to support you? Okay, yeah. you did what everything you were supposed to do, Ale. You you got us Champions League, you got us third place. You, you got us into some cup semifinals. You did a great job with that team. So those guys, the core 11 that you like, you can maybe say 12, we'll keep them. Let's sell off some, some guys we don't need, get a little bit of cash in, and then go get the players you want and kick on and, and continue to go. Every year there should be a thought process of who are we bringing in next? Yeah. Is it an academy kid? Is it someone abroad who's a game changer? We're We've always been known for – plucking the best, putting them in, and winning championships. We not haven't recently, done that Not quite recently, yes. You're right. All right. Uh, speaking of Juan Basaka, Tiff, Timothy Fus... Oh, damn, why can't I say this dude's name? Tiff, Timothy... I would say Tiffany... I want to say Tiffany. Timothy Fosumensa played in Basaka's place. Uh, real quick, because um, he got subbed. He got subbed on for a Igalo in the second half. So we went with a back three, obviously, to, you know, to a more of attacking front line. Uh, I didn't really, everybody was bagging on the guy. I really didn't think he had a bad game. Uh, Not like Shaw, too. Shaw, too, I mean, Shaw, again, had an equivalent equivalent bad game. Um, Because, obviously, with the first goal, uh, Shaw, you know, could have uh, covered. Because it was a cross to... Um, he was totally lost. Yeah. He was totally lost. It was, and Lindelof should have stopped it, but Shaw didn't yeah. have a clue... Where the guy was. ...as to where his player was. Yeah. And by the time he did, he's too fast. He's in and he scores a goal. And he even talked about it after the game. He said, we knew... He said, we knew we could shock United. We knew we could. It was the first game. We'd already played. We were sharp. We were fit. We knew we could get at him. And we did. And Townsend did. So fair play to their coach, who I, in my opinion, outcoached Ole, went at us right off the bat, yeah. scored a goal. No, you're right. He outcoached. He outcoached. Pace, um, and it's just the fact of I've and now I guess kind of I'm going to lead this into another into the next topic. I know you didn't get get much on Tiffany Fo- uh, Timothy Fosumensa, <laughs> but 
the slow play from Pogba and Bruno. I mean, it was it was like granny shit, dude. I mean, like we played we played McTominay. Um, I thought the first half he did well. Second half he did not. But for world class players for worldies. They had a bad game. I mean, it was just like Both of them. I, there, I, I could You could go through the, the whole 11. No. There's not one kid on there. I thought Pogba and Bruno's, uh, you know, Pogba's stats, I think he had like 75% passing percentage. That's not great. That's in your midfield. You should start at a baseline of 80, in my opinion, and yeah. go up from 75%. That's not going to get it done. You get, he gave it away 18 times total. Again, that's not going to get it done. He's got to have a better game. Bruno's got to have a better game. They've got to transition the ball completely a lot quicker than they have been. They've got to get it into Martial. He was trying to link up. It was not working. No, nothing worked. Nothing yeah. worked. And so, again, what do you do? If, if if you're a manager and you're two midfielders who, like you said, and I agree with you, those guys have a label of world-class because of things they've done. Yes. What about what you're doing right now? Right now, I'm going to need you to do something. And if you can't, this is a big enough club to where you say, okay, these guys are having an off day, or maybe they're not at the races. Maybe they're coming off an injury. Maybe they're sick. We don't know. Who am I going to pluck into that position to transition and make things go the way I want them to go as a coach? And I think for Ole, he's kind of looking at his bench going, no one. And yeah. and for me, Donnie's on the bench, right? Everyone said he could play Bruno's spot. Everyone said he could play Pogba's spot. Everyone said he could play the, the six if you want. I didn't see him until, what, the eight, 70th minute, 70th-something minute? Yeah, 73rd, I believe, he came on. And, you know, so I just think Pogba and Bruno, they got to do better. The, the passing percentage has got to stay up. If you're in the midfield, that's what you're doing. You're pulling strings. You're making things happen. You're not giving it away. So they got to get better, period. Yeah, I mean, when I looked at it, I'm like, it just, it just, that pairing has not looked sharp. I mean, I know in the last pod I was getting busted up by you. I was getting busted up by Matt, I was getting busted up by my Chelsea friend, uh, Taylor. Um, you know, give me stats about the best start, uh, the, the, you know, the most points and blah, blah, blah. And I've said, to, I've said to you, I've said it to you many a time since a lot. I mean, since we started re-COVID, when Pogba and, and, and Bruno have started working together, it is, our midfield is a lot slower than, I, you know, than it was prior to COVID. Uh, I, this is not worked out. I don't think it's going to work uh, because Bruno, I, again, I don't know if he's gotten this uh, mentality that um, maybe he's gotten like, hey, dude, I have to do fucking everything in this club, so I'm going to try everything. Like you said, right? I think you probably said it prior, yeah. you know, in last pods. You're like, I need to do everything I can to try to make a pass. So he makes stupid passes. And now Pogba's like, hey, I need to, I need to hit a forty-five yarder or a fifty yarder across the pitch, uh, and but yet I'm gonna get dispossessed like ten times. It's hey, just, cool. it's just, it just, and, and you know he doesn't track back on defense. Bruno loses the ball too much now. It's just the the midfield now just looks so much in disarray, disarray that I just I don't I don't see it progressing. And then now you have Donnie Vanderbeek is like pissed on the on the sideline you know and he's like dude i don't get me into this match and he comes in and it's like you know he's trying i mean he did what bruno kind of did when bruno came from a sporting it was like putting people in position like hey you know like pointing it out and i know because uh 
Vanderbeek got you know um, substituted for Pogba, right? Uh, Pogba yeah, got substituted Pogba. for Vanderbeek, and Pogba didn't look happy. Uh, but I thought the movement was a lot better with Bruno and Vanderbeek, even because Bruno dropped back. Uh, Bruno, yes, played better defense than uh, Pogba, um, but yet Bruno's still losing balls. Um, I just, I love it what you just said. I th- I think you hit it on the head, and I think I hope Ole's listening because my man just said Bruno plays better defense than Pogba, yeah, which means which means why wouldn't he give it a chance to let Pogba play the ten? Let mm-hmm. let Bruno, who wants to win the ball, he does he. He will work his socks off to get the ball back. Not happening from Paul. No. I've seen it a couple times. For a worldly player, I thought somebody put more little effort, but okay. Not happening from Paul. And my and that's just my opinion. So so, so no 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 okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to my last comments to see. I'm trying to give Paul Pogba the benefit of the doubt, and he didn't make it. So what does that make? I mean, is he what is he, a worldly player at what? I thought he was a box of midfielder. This is how I feel about Paul okay. Pogba. I think he's a he's better on the box than anybody we have on on, on our team. And one in box, the, the other box, scoring to score a goal. Okay. Right. I don't I don't think that Bruno would have a hard time still receiving the ball and getting the ball and making things happen from a deeper position. I think when we have Paul he has back more there, pace. I, he may have more pace, but he's not better than Pogba going forward. Yes, he is. Uh, I this is what I think. I think as at a ten. You, you put Pogba there, I think he's more creative. I think he is a better goal scorer than Bruno Fernandez is. I think he's a, a, a worse defender than Bruno. I mm-hmm. think Bruno's going to win the ball back. I think he's going to fight hard for the ball back, and he can mm-hmm. still pass the ball. If you put Pogba back there on defense, as slow as he is, once someone goes past him, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. He's not catching them. So why would I then put him back there where he can't create he can't be close to Marsh Martial. He can't be close to Rashford or Greenwood. I want him more, more moving forward so that he can make plays happen and he can score himself. I think he only had two shots on goal all game. That's not enough for Paul Pogba. I think we've got to involve him more in the offense. I don't think playing him deep serves him any good. It's, no. It hasn't served Ole any good. You remember back to when he played the 10 for Ole when he when he first got back, when Ole got back. That's when he kicked on, and he, in my opinion, I've said it a million times, he saved Ole's job playing in the 10, scoring goals and creating. He gave Ole his job. He didn't save his job. He gave his job. I I felt like he was the major factor in that comeback. Giving him his job. So, so, you know, again, I think it can work. I just think you got to do a quick switch and play. Because right now you got a good problem, right? Because Donnie's going to play 8 or 10. He's going to play the 10. Right. So that means only you can only play three in the midfield. That's what he's doing right now because he's not playing a four four two. He's playing three in the midfield. Obviously, Matches is your best CDM. Fred's right behind him, had a great game today. I know yeah. we're getting that in a minute. Yeah. So you're gonna have to drop one of them. And I Pop, think it's gonna be Donnie. And I mean I've in the past I've said I think Paul Pogba should play up front. Dude is tall. I mean, he has not shown his aerial game for United. I don't think I mean, he has about a couple of headers, but he's no Cristiano. I mean, he's no. No, no, uh, he doesn't. He's no Van Dyke. No, Van Dyke, and, and you know, it's like, you know, but he's tall. The dude that can play air. I mean, the dude, I think, with his size, um, can get in positions to put headers in. 
And that's what we need. Because Martial ain't going to do it. Martial, like I said, coming off the left, put it on the right foot, bang it in. Boom. All day, every day. I mean, he can score 100 goals, but that's what Martial's going to do. Coming off the left, put his ball on the right foot, bang it in. But we need more versatility in the um, in, in up front. So if we're going to play, and I, and I agree with you, we play Pogba in a more advanced role. And that leaves Donny van der Beek out. Yeah, and that's what we're going to do. And you know what? That's And we've talked about it. It's a great problem to have because we need to have competition. If Pogba's playing like shit, we put Vanderbeek in, you know, in the ten. You know, we leave Bruno at the, you know, at you know, at the eight. Um, like he's supposed to play. That's what he wants to play. He wants to play that eight position. Pogba doesn't. He doesn't have the balls to. Um, and we just, you know, let it, you know, let it play out. Uh, if Bruno's playing like shit, then I'm pretty sure Vanderbeek could play the fucking eight. You know, and put Pogba in the ten. Uh, hell. Play who have I always said could play the ten position? Mata. Exactly. He's not going to do it. No, I know it's stupid. Mata can always play the ten, and it's he, just we have so many options to play the ten position. We have no options to play somebody on the right wing, somebody on the left wing, and somebody up front. If if Martial, Rashford, and Greenwood get hurt, we don't have no open. And we get. I'm going to stop that. You know, we're going to stop. Ugh. Get off the, you know, get off the, get off the, the bitchin' fest. <laughs> um, Rashford again. Go, let me add. Let me add to the bitch fest. Uh, Rashford again. Um, you know, he's he, trash. You can say it. It's okay. He was trash. Trashered. He was trashed. Yeah. One player out yeah. there that covered themselves in glory. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. There was. You, if you if you knew who he was, you let me know because even Vanderbeek, who scored the goal, it was a lucky bounce, came to his foot, and he put it home. I'll give him credit for putting it home. No, yeah. But it wasn't I mean, a pattern of play. But I was. I mean, the I guess the silver lining of it. I was really impressed by Vanderbeek's movement. You know, but I mean. It was a silver lining for a shit game, so yeah. we lose three one. That was it. That's uh, the Premier League play, guys. Uh, let's get today's. Let's get to today's game. The the the, the you know the the Jekyll two or the Hyde to our Jekyll. You know, um, mm. we had Ryan Gid's brother at the referee. I don't know if anybody saw that. <laughs> well, did, did that guy not look like Ryan Giggs? He did look like Ryan Giggs. What a fatter Ryan pocket. Giggs. He was a little bit chunkier than Giggs, <laughs> but he definitely had a little Giggs going on, that's for sure. We had Luftentown or Luftentown or whatever, Luf- however accent Luf- you want to play it, uh, how you Luf- want to say it. Lutentown, I'm sorry. Yes. Yes, 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 you see. We won 3-0 today, and it was a very uneventful 3-0. I don't know about you. You probably say it was a little more exciting, but me, I'm like, I watch games with a half glass empty kind of guy. I mean, half my Coors Light was already gone. I'm like, uh, first half, you know, we score one goal and it was on a, I think uh, you, you know, you texted to me and I laughed like, I laughed like hell. In the first half, what were we? We're Pinchester United. Pen, I mean, Penchester. Who? Penchester. I mean, what, what is that, Penchester? That's that's how we score goals, <laughs> penalties. And right. I'm listen. I'll take it. I'll take it. And it was it was weak, but it was in the box. You got to call a foul outside the box of foul. You got to call the same type of foul inside of the box of foul. Fair play to Brandon for getting it done. I felt like he could have interjected a lot more into that game. He's 
he's right footed, man. Yeah. Let's just let's just call it what it is. He's right footed. So they got him playing left back. He's he doesn't want to get down the wing on the left hand side, probably because he doesn't have a left foot. <laughs> And he's going to have to cut back in because he's right-footed. They're not going to play him on the right because that's where Basaka is. So I feel bad for him. But at least he gives a crap. At least he tries. At least he hustles. He gets yellow cards, which means he gives a crap. He's going to get in and, and make a tackle happen. Obviously, today he was in the box, and that's a good position for him to be in. He got the pin. So No, um, I think I texted you. I think it was a veteran move. What Brandon yeah. Williams did. That was like, I was, I was like, dude, you're 18, 19 years old. And you, I mean, you pulled a move like that and to, to, to get a pen because yeah. he wasn't going to get a pen. But it was like this. He looked back at the dude and he kind of like went back and it was like, and then boom, he went down to the ground. Vet, vet move. I mean, old school. I would put it in a, um, a Zlatan kind of esque way or whatever. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't you do that. No, I'm, do I'm, that. but to grab the penalty easy. I'm okay, just saying to I'll you know what I mean. To David Copperfield, <laughs> that motherfucker, right? You know, to be a David Copperfield, and he just did this. He looked back at the dude, and then he came back, um, and he grabbed the pen. Hey, Mata, put it away. You know, can't you know can't ever, you know can't you know away. Whatever it is, I don't. Um, <coughs> you. Um, you talked about the lineup. I think every every everyone on the pitch, other than Harry Maguire, uh, was new. Uh, Henderson was the back at the goalie. Pasaka played, so that means he was not as unmatched fit, I guess, as we thought because of his you know escapades in Dubai. Because I think the the rumor was he was training alone because of he's in quarantine. Because he when he went to Dubai, Bai played uh, center back, Maguire played uh, the other back, center back, and then we had Williams. You talked to Williams. I agree with you. Uh, it's just he does not, you know, he has pace, he has the will. He's not playing the position he should be playing. We get to the midfield. We had Matic, Fred, and Van de Beek, and then up front we had. Uh, Agalo, Mata, and then we had Jesse Lingard. That's a totally, com- you know, totally complete a different team than we had on Saturday. You talked about it earlier, but talking about match match fitness, and we didn't look sharp. Why do you not think that Ole did not play the starters again? Because apparently we have a game on Saturday, so it's not like it's too far away off, like where they couldn't get rest. It's Tuesday, uh, why don't you think Ole played Pogba, Rashford, Martial, um, the players as it you know the players that need to get match fit, or 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 is it most of those players played for their um, national team so they are match fit, and we need to get these these people that are, aren't you know that didn't play for the national team you know like get more people game time and things like that. I, I mean that's that was my opinion. Is like okay, Bruno Fernandes played for Portugal. <coughs> He's kind of match fit because you know he, he had game time with them. Martial, I know everybody's in Martial's nuts the way he played for uh, <clears throat> the way he played for um, France. He played games for France. Pogba obviously he went through the COVID thing. Rashford not match fit because hurt. Uh, but we have players that you know play for the national teams, but 
I mean, it, it just showed today, too, in the first half that we just did not look. We had no pace in the midfield again. Uh, it just... It just looked horrible in the mid until we. It just looked horrible until we brought Bruno and we brought uh, Greenwood and then we brought Rashford in. It looked like that kind of injected some sort of um, some sort of light into the team. I I think he got it wrong again. <laughs> I, I think oh, it's back. Hold on, back. time out real quick. I got it wrong. No, no, not you. I think Ole got oh, it. Oh, okay. Ole, okay, okay. You, right. can, you can rock the belt. Yeah, you deserve right. it from the first right, game. Right. But Ole got it wrong. Right. <laughs> you can't, you know, there's a difference between playing with your international team and playing with your club team. It's a huge difference. Um, the chemistry, the, the continuity, knowing where guys are going to be. We clearly look like crap in that first game. Luton just got up. Like, they just got – they hadn't been in the championship very long. Yep. That's the championship. So why not use this opportunity unless, like I said, maybe everybody was hurt except for Maguire and Basaka. I don't know. But why not play your dogs, let them get going, give them some confidence. Clearly Rashford's fine. Clearly Greenwood's fine. Clearly Bruno's fine. He showed when they came on, they scored quickly, very quickly, twice. If you play your dogs, you can give them some rest because the game's over in an hour. You didn't do that. Conspiracy theorists are going to say he wants to show the board how weak the second team is. They'll say, he was showing Ed Woodward, look, we don't have anybody that can do anything. Look how bad this is. This is what you've given me to work with. That's what the, that's what the other side is going to say. Mm-hmm. For me, it's your team. And you got to work with what you got. I think this would have been a great opportunity to get some people some confidence, get, get score some goals. I'm so glad Rashford scored. That's great for his confidence. Greenwood scored. I, I think that's great. But again, just go ahead and play them. Just go ahead and play your guys. Get a match fit. Get the chemistry right. Get everybody happy. Um, I, I think he, he dropped the ball with that. And again, you know, Luton for a while, if you. <laughs> You go back and watch it. They actually controlled the game for a while. Yep. Had 70, 70% uh, possession for, for, you know, just doing whatever they wanted to do for quite some time. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's his job to show the, to prove, to prove a point to the board. Um, so I don't think that's what he was doing. I literally think he thought to himself, you know what? I'm always going to play McGuire because he's my captain. I'll play, I'll play Basaka because he hasn't played yet. Other than that, I'm going to play a bunch of my bench guys. And we give it a go against a team that's in the championship. And so I don't think Rashford and those guys saved him. But I ain't going to sit here and say I wasn't nervous. I mean, Henderson makes a, a save there mm-hmm. when we're only up one nothing. Two saves, actually, I'm sorry. One, one great save with his hand. Then one where he's on his back, he makes another save. So at that point, it's, it, it would have been 1-1. Then they do come on to save you. So I don't get it. If they're fit, play them. It's early in the season. These guys are not... 36 they're 22 mason's 18 bruno's 25 rashford's 22 play them mm-hmm. if they're fit play them we remember being 22 years old we could run all day long we didn't have sore bones i remember right. okay i'm sorry i remember we don't <laughs> and i just think these guys professional players 
on a bunch of money every week. I know we don't need to talk about money, but I, I do think that these guys are at a level to where it's the beginning of the season. There wasn't really a preseason. Let's get a match fit. Let's get the chemistry going. Let's move the – you could have used it as practice. This could have been a real game, which was really practice. You got all rest of this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, rest them. Just have them do practice and, and rest. You're not doing anything too physical. Come out Saturday, full of confidence, knowing how you're going to play. Yes, the players are going to be better, but you are as good, so play your game and go out and get a win. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it because now – they didn't play it. They didn't play that game. Yeah. So now they just get to practice and scrimmage each other. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm glad we got the win, but I don't. I I didn't understand the selection. So maybe you maybe you liked it. I didn't like it at all. Other than seeing Bayi in there, I didn't like it. I didn't like the selection either. Um, I didn't like the fact that he gave Lingard again uh, a try. I think he should be off the team. Same thing as Mata. I think Mata should be off the team. Uh, Bai was, you know, was, I've talked about Bai, Sergio Ramos of our team. Great player, makes stupid mistakes. And, and I think Bai did in the beginning. And then he settled down and he was solid. And, and you know, I know you sent me the stats for him. Um, and I think he, he, he was, he's, a lot better compliment than um, than Lindelof, obviously no with McGuire. Um, no Basaka, if you told me he played, and I watched the game, I couldn't tell you if he played. He was very non-existent. He was non-existent. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything special. Didn't do anything stand out. Yeah. Didn't do where you went. Why? Maybe that's good. That? Maybe that's good from a defender. It's like one of those things, like an offensive lineman. If you never say his name. That means he's doing his job. So, yeah. I mean, I really couldn't um, – he didn't obvi- obviously anything offensively like, like Williams did. Williams was busting the channels. Um, Basaka didn't – but Basaka didn't do anything defensively that I'm like, fuck, man, what the hell, man. It's like Williams yeah. did that, you know, sometimes. Had head scratchers. He was average. So, and I think that's kind of what my, my thing with our, our backs, our wing backs, is that they don't get bored. They don't cross it in. The one time Brandon crossed it in, we had a chance. Yeah, yeah, he did. And nobody and again, again. What I always complain about, we have nobody <clears throat> running in the channels, running into the box to get on that. And it was like everybody standing around. Mike Mata. One time, I saw Mata. Uh, Donnie was like, you know, Mata played it into on the. Uh, it was on the right hand side. Donnie played it to Mata. Mata played it back to Donnie, and Donnie played it back to Mata, expecting Donnie to be running in to hit. And Mata was like, like, you know, standing at the end of the box. I'm like, what the fuck, man? You know, it's like, run back in, dude. Like, follow the ball, you know? Yeah. It's just frustrating, you see. <laughs> the first half was frustrating. Um, again, we got bullied in the uh, in, in the center of the pitch. Uh, Mat- Matic, slow, but he didn't. Um, Fred, bullied in the center of the pitch, but Fred... I thought he played great. I, I know I say he got bullied, you know, because he got pushed off the ball several times. Uh, but I thought Fred actually, you know, played a good match. Fred had a good game. I think yeah. Fred had a good. Yeah, I, I think Matic had a good game as well. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't for think for Town or Lufton Town or Newton yeah, Town. You got to play who's yeah. in front of you, and, yeah. and 
and fair play to those guys. You know, they're they're on a they're on a run in their in their league. They're doing great. So, you know, fair play to them. But no, I I thought I thought uh, Fred played well. I thought matches played decent. I just thought Bayou was just amazing. I mean, fifty five passes completed, eighty two percent retention, nine recoveries, seven of ten duels won, five of six ground, two of four in the air. He even made that clearance off the line uh, to actually save our butts. Yeah. Uh, when that goal was about to go in, yes. um, and, and so I, I, he was my man of the match. I, I just thought he played great all throughout. Um, I hope to see him on the weekend. If he doesn't play, I'm gonna. It's gonna be the first time I've ever. <laughs> it's gonna be the first time I've ever ripped Ole on the pod because I've always just said, mm, "Give him a chance. Give him a chance." I know I don't believe all the way, but give him a chance. If he doesn't play him. I, I'm lost. I'm completely lost and don't know anything about football if he plays on Saturday. I know well, nothing. I will this, I will concede. This thing says that you don't know shit about football. I'm just saying, you know, all right? I'm going to rep for Matt. Huh? I'm going to rep for Matt and myself for a minute. No, no, Remember, right. you called a draw. So you can wear but, the belt. Dude, no, 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 no. But I said, I was like, a draw. You need to say that we're going to win. I hesitated. I hesitated to even say where a draw is going to happen. I was like, uh. You got to say like, it with your chest. I was like, I'll call a draw. You just said it with your chest. I'm sorry. Then you would have completely been able to just rub it in. You right. can wear it. It's I'll fine. Wear it. I'll wear it. It's totally fine. You can wear it. Yes. Come on, man. Gold agrees with me. Just put it that way. Fine. <laughs> I'll have it one of these weeks. All right, all right. I'll send it to you. Okay. FedEx overnight. But um, no, yes, you're correct. Bai surprised me. I really was impressed. Uh, I, I and you're right. If he doesn't play, if he doesn't get a sniff, obviously that means we're in for a center back this this uh this transfer window. If we get it, we'll get into that here shortly. Uh, uh, Dawson's Creek, James or Donnie Vanderbeek, uh, started. I didn't think he looked as well as he. I think he gets the Bruno syndrome already. He was playing stupid backheel passes that you know just, dude, just fucking put a pass. And it was I got pissed off for a bit because everybody started doing this backheel shit. You know, just put the damn pass in. Don't give for flair. Um, and he did it. I think Jesse did it several times. I really didn't, you know, and never worked because there was always a, a defender in the mix. Uh, it just, I don't know if you caught that or not, or if this something that I, um, Even, I don't, it's, it's, it's hard. It's just kind of like last year when, when Ollie would make this huge switch and then you've got like one or two stars in there and they look like crap. It's difficult for me to say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna gauge your game off of that. I want to see Donnie with the starters, like a full game. I want to see him. I want to see him play with with all the dogs, um, and then I'll start to say, okay, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. I I, I did see the back heels. I, I don't. I'm not a big fan. If they come off, they look great. But when yeah. they don't, and it's simple. When it's simple and it's right there, just do the simple stuff. Yeah. Do the simple stuff, and it's fine. If you're up two three goals, like Byron was over the weekend, and they're doing. Crazy flip Rabona's dude is like that's dude. cool. That's yeah. awesome. But when it's one nothing or it's zero zero, just do the simple stuff first. Then then go ahead. And like I said, I get it. I, I understand because when those things come off, 
you know, it energizes the team. Guys are oohing and on the bench and the crowd are going crazy. So I get that. And I encourage players to, to be creative. Mm. I just, it's it, when it's simple and it's there. Cause the, the tricky stuff for me, when it's when no one sees it, when you're sitting at home and you go, Holy what, what, why, how did he do that? Why did he do that? But when I'm sitting at home and there's a five yard pass in front of the guy to the side mm-hmm. to put someone in, i.e. a Gallo running full head of steam, we should have completely scored. He doesn't want to pass the ball in. Then he just stops and everybody catches him and the, and the plays off. I'm like, oh. it, it's like for me, if that's Tony, it's a goal. He's going to, he's going to pass it or he's that fast where he's going to score it. That's what I'm, that's what I mean by play your dogs today. Let, let those things happen. Let those, let that confidence breed and, and show everybody, not just us, show yourselves. We can do it. Yes. It's Lutton, Luton, but that's who we're playing right now. Yeah. Next people that come in, we're going to slap them too. Same way, do the same stuff. So I just, I just think for me, when you have an opportunity, when you haven't had an opportunity to practice, haven't had a preseason, use these early cup games to do that because this is un- we're, in, we're in uncharted waters with this pandemic and just not having a regular season, so regular preseason. So I, I thought I thought that was the only thing I didn't like. Yeah, no, no, it's you know it's just the shit that we're trying to do, and again, um, I blame it on the all is not the no authoritarianism, you know authoritarianism or terrorism or whatever you want to call it, dictatorship on a, on a club like Sir Alex had. Um, I blame it on that. It's like you letting these guys just do whatever, it, you know, works in practice and have fun and let's all this hanky-panky grab each other's asses. Let's do the simple things right and get the simple things right because if you get the simple things right, then they work. they work everywhere. But not this, you know, this you know, free loving kind of bullshit uh, when it comes to, when it comes to football is just pissing me off. Um, substitutes, Bruno, Rashford, and the only one I'll talk about, cause yes, uh, when they came, all the subs came on, you saw a difference in play. The only one I'll talk about is my man, my brother, you know, my boy, Mr. Mason Greenwood. Young Mason, he looked great. I don't know if 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 you guys go back and look at the uh, the Rashford goal. Mm-hmm. Bruno's touch was amazing too. So don't get me wrong, like that the, the flip over the defender. But when Mason caught it and yep. did did the trick, right? Yep. It came yep. off. Yep. It was sick. Speak, please preach. It was sick. So I don't I don't know if people have seen it or not, but the touch that he and there's two there's he's actually holding a man up. Mm-hmm. I know me and you go back and forth on that with center forwards who mm-hmm. hold it up. And that. He's holding the center back up and then flicks it with his back heel right into Rashford's stride. Rashford scores a, scores a goal. Uh, fair play to Rashford. We need him to get going again. But, man, 19, I think, 18, 19. Young. Uh, uh, goes, at, goes at players. That's something, you know, we, don't, we didn't have last week. Now you put somebody in there who's going to go at a player, scores a goal. Didn't even look like he tried. Mm-hmm. Looked like he kind of. It is normal step overs. Uh, I'll shoot it with my left this time, and it goes in. Absolutely amazing. I, I, I can't. I'm so happy we have this kid. Um, I just, I, I hope that things continuously start to progress, mm-hmm. and that you continue to win and continue to get Champions Leagues because this is this this kid. You're gonna hate this next point, but I'm gonna say it. This kid is going to be worth 
one, maybe two hundred million dollars. I hope so. If 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 he keeps doing what he's yes. doing, because he's on that same path that Mbappe is. Mm-hmm. Um, you you name the young striker, Holland. He's on that path. We have him. Yes. He loves United. He was raised United. Yes. So we what we have to do is just continue to nurture that. Keep there's there's no more coming off the bench for him. There's yes. No more. Of that. I. I even I will argue to the death of me. People are saying, "Well, what about Sancho?" There you go. Oh, that's the one I'm gonna get to. Bring him in, bring him in, but he doesn't mess with Mason's progression. Mason's not a cup type of player. He's not a let's loan him out to get better. He's ready to go, top notch center. I this is how I like him. This is how I like him. Yeah, you're getting me hard now, Mason. You could play him left, center, and right. You know why? Because mm-hmm. Mason doesn't have a foot. Nope. He has both feet. Mm-hmm. So I can play him on either side I want. I can play him up front. This is what happens with adults, guys. They get stronger as they get older. Mm-hmm. So he's not even a man yet. Hey, no peach even, fuzz. Yeah, no he peach fuzz. Nothing. Nowhere. He's got, he's got no strength to his game yet. Yet today, he takes the center back, puts his shoulder on him, and holds him long enough because remember, another another defender came. Yes. Put the ball away from both of them, right into the stride of a guy that's been there for a while in Rashford, and we score a goal. So, this kid, if if we get Sancho, and there's people that still believe we're going to get him, I think it's completely over after the tweet Dortmund put out yesterday. I think you leave him over there, and it's either going to be Rashford or Rashford <laughs> who are coming out. <laughs> And I know it's going to hurt people's feelings because of everything this kid has done on the pitch and off the pitch. I applaud him 2,000% for the the things he's done Mm -hmm. off the pitch. Way more than any goal he's ever scored, keeping the kids, uh, you know, keeping kids uh, fed. That's that's absolutely amazing. However, if if we as a club shut this kid down and bring him off the bench, Mm -mm. not only doing an injustice, if I was him, I would leave. Yep. Because he deserves to start every single game he's fit. I love watching him play. His pace, his striking ability. I know he's not all the way strong yet, but he's getting strong. His composure. I just, I love the kid. I, I have a huge man crush. You know, you I know you do. I bought the jersey already. <laughs> so he, he's just, he's, he's only going to get better guy. And, and think about it. We got a whole de- a decade, if not more, with this kid. You know what I love about him? More, more, more so than anything. Stone face. Yeah. Stone yeah. cold face. Scores. You don't, no emotion. He shows no emotion. I'd hate to have sex with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, you know what I mean? It's like, are you enjoying it or yeah. not? You know what I mean? It's just, you know, stone cold killer. I mean, it's, it's bad. It's like, ah. Uh, Anyways, you brought up a point that I've been wanting to get at because the rumors have been this week um, since last since the Crystal Palace match. Um, uh, United have been getting uh, obviously going back in this for Sancho. Um, I've been saying, I've been saying it. We're not don't spend a hundred million on Sancho when we have already Mason. Uh, I think we need to get a better backup because we didn't talk about it and i think this is probably we could do a whole pod on it dan james is not gonna cut it 
where we, you know, as a starter or as a first team a winger, he can come off the bench and maybe play a role. But you said, you know, that nobody's going to get in over the top. Uh, he's not going to be somebody that's going to take people on. That's something he's he's going to need to, you know, improve his arsenal. Is if that's the type of play we're going to have, he needs to learn is he has better ball skills. So, Sancho obviously is somebody that uh, United are going back in for. Wasted money, good money. Should we go in for two quality, you know, wingers rather than, you know, spend 100, I think, I think it's 120 billion, 108 million pounds uh, for Sancho again? I know we, we kind of beat beat the dead horse or beat the nail the dead horse or whatever however whatever euthanism you want to you know say um but i don't want to go in for sancho sancho is a, a luxury we need lux- sancho's like um how would you say it he's a ferrari uh, man you know he's like a dove bar like uh you know that you know oh, the wow. ice cream that you know <laughs> the gourmet ice cream and i need I need meat, you know. I need, I need some, you know. I need, I need something that's exactly. I need sustenance, you know. So like, give me sustenance rather than a luxury. And if we're gonna spend a hundred million pounds, give me something that I can put meat on the bone, you know. Give me, give me. I mean, who knows? And and the players. I mean, God, the scouting department needs to work their magic. I mean. We'll get into Patrice Everett's comments here here shortly because this is the, they ring true to what we're we're talking about. This scouting department needs to do some work, get those lower end players, those up and coming players that can back up a Greenwood. When Greenwood's hurt, boom, put him in. When when um, Martial's hurt, boom, we have a, we have a you know solid you know solid reinforcements. This is what we need. We don't need to sign a world class player that's going to cost us. Um, you know, money. We don't need a Alexi Sanchez to pay wages like Alexi Sanchez. We don't need to pay wage, uh, wage, um, uh, transfer fee like we did Dimaria. We don't. We we need to find these gems, like we did in the past, like Van Nistelrooy. We didn't pay much for Van Nistelrooy or Ronaldo or you know all these. Even Rudy, we didn't pay much I, for him. I mean, at the time though, we did. At the time, we were like Rio. Uh, we broke a record for Rio. Yeah, okay. We're, we're known for broke, breaking records. I think that's what United used to do. We used to break the record and get the best player. Sancho at that position is one of the best. He's not maybe he's not the, but he is one of the best. And I and I know what you're saying. It's a hundred million, but if you have him for a decade, that's ten million a year for a player that could, like he's doing in Dortmund, come to the come to the Prem and and do a job. I don't think that's a lot for me. I I understand what you're saying. It's a lot of money and it's a risk. I think it's a risk you take. But yeah, think, you pay a hundred million and we don't we don't have anything to if he gets hurt, who we have back him up? If he gets hurt, then Rashford comes back in. And and, and is Rashford healthy? He may not be. Okay. Again, I mean that's the thing. That's the thing. We need to add quality quality to our bench. I so this is just this is how I feel. We, we can say strength in the bench. We can say that all you want. I think what you always want to try to do is. I will say all I, I will say. I will say it. I will say it. If you have, if you're a coach, this is how I think you should look at it. Your job should always be to try and replace the people who are already out there starting for you. 
So I think if you bring in Sancho, is that getting Rashford, your eyes? Rashford could take the a gleam? seat, and then you can bring him in to clean up. If maybe someone's having an off day, then you can you can bring those players in. But I don't think you pass up on him. And I I think what's going to wind up happening is if we don't get him, which I don't think we will, next season he's going to have his pick pick of the litter. Whoever whoever his agent calls. None of those teams aren't going to pick up the phone. They're all picking up the phone, and they're all going to say how much. That that's what's going to happen if we don't get him in January when I think we could. I, the, the, this whole we'll get him before the window's over. It ain't happening. Mm-hmm. January possibly, possibly because like I said, I think Byron's running away with that league again. I think Holland and Sancho are going to have a great season. They're going to score goals a bunch of uh, uh, against a bunch of teams that ain't talking about nothing other than Leverkusen, yeah, Schalke. And Bayern, that's usually the the, the the lot over there. They're any good. Everybody else, they're going to score tons of goals. So I, that's why I always say, pump the brakes on on pumping them guys up. Let's see Holland come to England. Let's see Sancho come to England. I think they'll do well, but I like to see it. But yeah, you don't you don't pass up on those guys. You can get them. Um, the board aren't. They're not going to do it. I think I talked to you about this before. I think the board's goal was met. And I don't think they have they, they don't have any expectations because they already got their cash. So next season, if we don't make Champions League this year, because we don't bring in any more players, then you're gonna see a huge influx of cash so that there's money to be made to get you back to that spot, that Champions League spot that we got this year. So I hope we keep fighting for Sancho, keep fighting the good fight, but it ain't, it ain't going down. My, it ain't going down. My opinion. I hope I'm wrong. Spend the money elsewhere and spend it wisely, rather than overspend for a luxury item. You don't need the Ferrari. You need, you need good, durable Ford. You need Chevys. You need that. You know, you need that. You need that. You need Eleven you know. Ferraris, ten times uh, out of ten. Uh, let's get it going. Well, you need no nah, bullshit. Anyways, boss. Um, we'll get uh, tell us. Stayus, uh, I know everybody's saying, tell us. It's Stayus, rumors, uh, left, back, uh, left back, obviously, Uwe Meccano coming in. Um, because of the fact that we lost to Crystal Palace, those are the only things that rumors are coming in. Uh, have you heard anything that's worthwhile, uh, anything that sticks to the bones? I know we, we, you and I follow Fabrizio Romano pretty well. Yeah, we're in talks with everybody and their mom. So, yeah. I mean, that means nothing. Everybody wants to come to United. It's a huge club. We put people on huge wages. I even I even heard today Brandon Williams is on 60 grand a week. So, if you if you want to get paid, come on down cuz we're going to break you off. I See, think the Bournemouth the Bournemouth striker uh was also linked to us today again. King uh uh King? I think so. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I Agallo didn't look good today. He didn't have his best game. That's you know, it's fair enough to say that. Yeah. But I just Gosh, think yeah. that we're talking yeah. to a lot of people. I've heard Dembele's name was brought up. That's yeah, fine. Another great name. But but again, it's all talk. It's all smoke. Nothing n- nothing is set in stone until you guys actually see one of the players holding up a shirt, kicking a ball around in in at Old Trafford. That that's when you know you got him. So for me, no, I saw talk. I, I you know Dortmund put out a tweet yesterday said Sancho is going to be here. Yeah, 
I mean, flat out. I mean, and I, I just, I don't see, and that was their director of football speaking. He's the one in charge of making sure that the team is proper for the coach. He's coming out saying Sancho's going to be here this season. He yeah. wants to be, and we want him. So I, I just don't, I don't see how you get around that. So it, it goes back to the scenario you're saying, which is, can you go get a center back or a left back? And can you go get a winger, a different winger? Maybe not the one you wanted, but a winger. Um, because I think, I don't think they spin big again on another striker until January because Agala will be out. I think they're going to stick with those two. I think you'll see a left back and I think you'll see a winger, but that's not based off of any kind. I don't, I don't have any sources. It's just me reading into it. Mm -hmm. I think those are the things that he showed them today. Cause again, like I said, those are the, that's what the conspiracy theorists are going to say. They're going to say he played this lot out here today to show Ed. We don't have anyone that's serviceable. If Rashford Greenwood or hell, even Tony gets hurt come January when Agallo leaves. So maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe he's playing games with all of us. I don't know. And that's the thing. Uh, and now to our ultimate conversation or our closing conversation, Patrice Evers' comments, I think what you said here, just right, that, just right now, uh, rings true to a lot of what Patrice said, right? Um, he came out on Instagram early Monday morning and I don't know. It's, it was like two o'clock in the morning, whatever time he was at. So it must've been like nine o'clock American time, central time, 10 o'clock central time. I mean, depending. Um, and the dude just, you know, spilled his love for United. Uh, and basically said that whomever's in charge of the, the, transfers is kind of it's fucking up and he you know he said the players are not playing for the club people in the organization are not you know not being dedicated to the club what surprised me about a lot of the stuff he said and you know, guys if you don't get a chance if you have not if you're not seen it already please go see um patrice ever's rant it was like a 19 minute rant um and i <coughs> i watched it while I was trying to get ready for work. Um, but it was, it, he gave you a lot of insight on really who is making the decisions from the club and how they're a lot different from when Sir Alex or, you know, or David Gill, you know, we're, we're doing business and, you know, what type of uh, information people are getting and, and whatnot. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, because I think we've been, um, uh, you and I, uh, Woodward out, the Glazers out. He didn't go after them. He said that Avram Glazer is kind of, um, you know, a huge supporter of the club, wants everything best for the club, but he's not getting the best information. You can kind of go back and say, well, how, why are they pumping so much money out of the club and not putting it back into the club? Because I think there's been, you know, many financial shows on Man United about that. He's saying Ed Woodward obviously is was a banker, uh, but obviously he's not getting the information that he should. He's the one that's trying to negotiate things. The biggest thing that I took away from um, his um, 
his rant was the lost fact. You, huh? oh, I've lost you for a second. Lost me? Yeah, I got you back. It just it just messed up a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, uh, the biggest thing that I said um, when it came to his rant was the fact that he said that Manchester United sent lawyers rather than football people. That's the most disturbing thing, I think. And I think that's the most logical thing and why since Sir Alex and David Gould left is why we've signed sh- not Manchester United players. You know what I mean? They're, we sign players, but they're not Manchester United players. They're just players who are looking for money. And and, and that's what that's what Patrice said. Uh, Zidane, Zidane gets off the, the plane. You want to know where the, where's the contract? You don't care about money. When you see when you when the lawyers get off the plane, it's all about money. Hence, you know Di Maria. Hence, you know Falcao. Hence, um, Sanchez. I mean, he even talked about. It. He think named Sanchez in, in in his rent. It was just a better insight that I've ever seen somebody say, and and most telling, because I think he got he uh, Mike Judge or Matt Judge. I can't remember what his guy's name is. The the guy that the key negotiator uh, yeah. for Manchester, uh, he's like I have he's like I have um, heads of football call me. Why doesn't this guy pick up his phone? It's like that's the shit that what we've been dealing with since Sir Alex left DC. Remember me and you, you and I. I'm sorry, you and I. Correct grammar. You and I were sitting in the bar when we were in San Antonio. Uh, we had that uh, event. You remember that HSC event? Um, you and I were sitting in the bar, and I said, "What the?" Sh-? You know, I said, "What the fuck?" Right? And I looked up and I pointed, and Sports Center is running when Sir Alex Sir Alex retired, you know, and re- announced his retirement. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. It was in March, yep. and then um, obviously he finished up the year, and then David Gill obviously announced his retirement. Uh, so I knew at that point. It was going to be, it wasn't going to be the same because the recruitment wasn't going to be the same. Uh, Ed Woodward gave him the benefit of the doubt. Obviously, you, he, he was the, the lint, I guess, the marquee name. But now, you know, you're kind of finding out these little underlings, the ones that actually do the recruitment, and you, you're, you're seeing the way they handle business as a corporation. And you and I have worked for a corporation, and that shit doesn't work. Personality, personally, it doesn't work for people. If you come with lawyers, you come with this, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out, man. I don't want to fucking deal with you because I want to know who, who you are as a person. Yeah. Not not how you are. Here's my contract. And I think Manchester United are messing up. And I think what uh what um what Demer um sorry, Patrice Evra did uh, for the Manchester United community is he did a great service for that because it just, you know, it reaffirmed everything that we've all been saying about the club. Yeah, no, P- Patrice did a great job. Um, you know, he made you actually pull back the curtain and she could actually see what's going on. I, I, I'm like you, we're, we, we look into United and we see what's going on. I, you know, Sir Alex Ferguson gets a pass, and he should, for how he left. I know people will say, well, he, he left, he won a championship. But 
things were probably going bad for mm-hmm. four years before he left. And I think he kind of covered up what was going on. Um, I don't think it was a deal of him wanting to keep his job. That's just doesn't make <laughs> sense. I just think he, he kind of covered for him. He, co- he covered for the people that weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. As far as recruitment went, you know, players that we were bringing in, a lot of that was on him. So he gets a pass for me just because of the greatness that he did before all of that. You know, the last championship, he had to he went and plucked the player from a different squad, put Van Persie in, and the rest is history. But yeah. uh, going forward, you know, when you leave it in shambles, which it was, even though you got a championship there to kind of gloss over it, we have to kind of go back and say it, it wasn't good while we had the man, the myth, the legend in the building. And then you hand it over to Dave Moyes, who Alex wanted, who Sir Alex wanted. Puts him in, and he doesn't really get a, a fair run, but who does he bring in? The likes of Marijuana Fellaini, right? And so it just continues. We get, it, we get a new manager, Van Hall. What does he do? I'm going to rip the whole thing up. And we're going to play slow as, slow as hell. And we're going to play defense. And we're going to win one nothing. You're going to love it. Everybody hated it. He wins the FA Cup. They fire him too. Bring in Jose. Same thing. I'm going to bring in my players, the ones that I want. The board say, no, I'm not going to do that. What does he do? He talks crap right back at him. He even wins a European final. Mm-hmm. They kick him out too. So Ole is the perfect mold of what these owners want an ex-player not just any ex-player anybody remembers champions league football which we're just back in now this guy won the damn thing for us right Mm -hmm. so fans love him kids remember him they're now adults now and they love what he did it brought them joy right so ex-player fans love him and he's been a coach for 10 years not going to talk any crap to the board because he's a manchester united man he's not going to say anything bad He's going to do what they ask him to do. He's going to go out there and try his best. So we've been in shambles for, I would say, about seven. I would say about 12 years. It's not been where it needs to be. Because if you look at where when he started it, Sir Ali, it took him a little while, early 80s, late 80s. He got it kicking. He got really blessed with the class of 92. And then we just started going and getting whoever the hell we wanted. Mm-hmm. If it was Eric Cantona, if it was Rio Ferdinand, if it was Van Nistelrooy, if it was Wayne Rooney, if you were the best, we went and got you. We don't do that anymore. The last, the last great, and this is going to piss you off, but it's true, and it hasn't, it hasn't come to fruition on the field, but the last great we got was Paul Pogba. That's the last big, great, it hasn't worked. But that, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, it hasn't worked. It's gotten us an FA Cup and a European championship. That's it. Pogba's in the line of Di Maria. Pretty much. He's, he's, yeah. For me, he's not because Di Maria didn't do anything for me. Anything. They didn't, he, we didn't win anything. So, okay. for me, Paul has been Did here. And was, and we've won cups. <laughs> but I'm saying it's not about a European championship. It's about Champions League finals. It's yes. about Premier League titles. Yes. That's what United's about. And it hasn't been about that since, like I said, I know the last title was in 2013. But years before that, we've fallen off from being a club that's about winning championships. Yes. Now it's about selling t-shirts, selling hot dogs, mm-hmm. getting season tickets, getting fans into the, the building. Dallas Cowboys or the Papa. Premier League, Papa. And, 
Thank you. you. Hit it on as, the head. as a Dallas so, Cowboy fan, this is what this is what I have to deal with. You hit it on the head because again, you got to keep trying to swing for the fences. Look at the club that you that you put up there. I understand why you did because they're giving a crap, and people will argue me and they'll say, "Well, all I spent two hundred million dollars on who?" And if it doesn't work, you go at it again because you're mm-hmm. a big club and because you're bringing money. If you spend eighty million on Harry Maguire and it doesn't work, you lick your wounds and you say, "Okay, it didn't work out." We're going to have to go out there. Who's out there? Is it Koulibaly? He's, is he the best? Is it Upamecano? Is he the best? Who's the best? Let me go get him, and we bring him in. And will you, you go will again. You, will you bring up Harry Maguire's $80 million. A lot of that's the uh, United Tax inflation. I mean, it is. Harry Maguire is not worth $80 million. Any signing that we've made is not worth the penny that there are. I understand. We, 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 pay, we pay the United Tax, and I think I've been saying that for I don't know how long. I mean, you know that. United, so I'm saying, but um, Basaka is not worth 50 million. He's a good young player. He he would have been a Sir Alex Steele. You know what I mean? But we pay the United tax now that we don't have football people in positions to recruit. That's I, the whole, I, that, that's the whole thing. We don't have, like you said, Ole. I mean, can't step off the plane, and everybody's like, dude, I want to play for that dude. Oh, he tried you know with I mean? Holland. He tried it with Holland. Yeah. Holland said, I'm good. He, yeah. he went and met with him face to face. He said, "No, I'm good. I don't. I don't like what's going on. I'll be back, maybe." Because everybody knows about our, our our shit upper management, and that's the thing. That's not Ola's fault. It is not. It's not. I mean, Mourinho with Mourinho CV, Mourinho couldn't bring in top talent. He tried. Uh, he, he, he did he? And the board said nope. And that's why I'm saying I don't think. I think what's going to wind up happening is. If we can stumble into Champions League, you're going to see it again. He's not going to go get anybody. They they want their cash. He or they. That's two different things. There's two different things. What do you mean? You said he's not going to go to everybody. All he's going to try is are they going to go to get somebody? No, they will not. He already came out. There you go. The last game of the season and said, we have to strengthen the squad. Yes. Everybody yeah. knows that. So, so – that's what I'm saying. I just feel like what they've been showing, and I need I need to do the numbers on this, but they they basically shown let's get Champions League. Champions League money. That means we keep our endorsements. That means we've spent correctly. You have to deal what you got now. That when those wheels fall off, then we'll we'll put some new wheels on. Get back to Champions League and we're fine. It's not a, again. It's not about fighting for Premier League titles and Champions League finals and titles. It's about can we get Champions League? Can we get big endorsements? Can we get more Twitter followers? Can we get more sponsorships? That's what United is about. No, so there you go, folks. We are Arsenal now. We are Arsenal. That's I mean that's what EC is trying to tell you. We are Arsenal because that's all we give a fuck about. Is Champions League money and everything. That's what EC is trying to tell you. And I totally agree with EC. We are Arsenal. We are the Dallas Cowboys of the Premier League. All right, EC, let's wrap this up. Uh, Brighton on early, very early. It's 6.30 in the morning here, Central Time. Um, Predictions, Brighton, give me a scoreline. Oh, my Lord. Stressing me out, I'm telling you right now. I'm going to say... United 2, Brighton 1. 
United two, Brighton one. Spain it with my chest. United two, Brighton one. Okay. All right. Uh, what I'm going to give you is going to surprise you. I'm going to go with United three nil. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I, and I don't uh, trust me. I don't take this belt too lightly. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm yes. going to United three nil. Um, I we've watched Brighton and 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 you know what? And don't give me and all I want to hear everybody. Hey, you know you have Zahad. You you know your your league and I know you called me out last week and uh, he Zaha. What did he do? You <laughs> see, you know he you know he, he came through. Did you win? Is that how it works? Uh, no, I didn't win. No, I but I'm I didn't. I mean. I had other players that didn't, you know, Vardy didn't really come up through. But I want to tell you, buddy, I picked up Greenwood this week. So Greenwood's in my starting lineup as a midfielder. Better hope he so, starts yeah. for us. Oh, he better fucking do it. You better I mean, hope so. I, after today, I'm like licking my chops. I'm licking my chops. So Mason Greenwood is my team. I'm going to try to make some moves in the next couple of weeks, try to get a, maybe a Bruno Fernandez or something like that. But, um, or Donny Vanderbeek, not Paul Pogba because the trash. Um, but we'll, we'll see what we can. But I predict three 0 United. I really think that uh, um, with Brighton, <laughs> they're not Crystal Palace. They're a lesser team, and we'll see what we can do against them. So that's all, guys. That's all we have today. It's a shorter pod than usual because uh, being given suggestions, we need to shorten this down. So, uh, we have Brighton this week. We'll talk to you after Brighton. So, guys, y'all have a good weekend. Uh, special thanks to, uh, who do I have, EC? You have to remind me of this stuff. Um, huh? Isn't it Ronos? Uh, Ronos Podcast. Ro from the Ronos Podcast. We have, uh, Hutch Ison from the South Texas Trainwrecks. Victoria Months of Ice, uh, from Anderson Wonderland Food Trucks. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. Shh. We're knights of the round table. Our shows are for the table. So many times we give them rhymes that are quite unsinable. We're off the mad in Camelot. We sing from the diaphragm. No, on second thoughts, let's not go to Camelot. It is a silly place. Right. right.